Welcome back to Growing in His Word podcast. And last week we talked about the adulterous woman. Jesus told her, hey, all's forgiven. But he didn't tell her to go to sin more. He said, don't go sin anymore. And see, that's the key. Spiritual blindness is what takes place when we continue to sin. We forget about who we are and we become like Nebuchadnezzar. In the Bible, it talks about Nebuchadnezzar. He was disobedient, and he would, and 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 he, Daniel told him to repent, and he wouldn't repent. So he became like an animal. And I'm not saying we're going to be running around like animals with claws on our feet, but spiritually we become blind. We forget about what happiness is. We put our happiness in money and and things of the world and the cares of the world. And Jesus was telling her that you don't have to sin anymore. And your accusers are gone. And Satan tries to accuse us, but Jesus always forgives us. We talked about that there's no darkness in Jesus, and that Jesus is the light. Jesus said, if I bear witness to myself, I know where I'm going. He talked about, do you know where you're going? We talked about that. Jesus talked about, do you know where you're going when you, when you die? And Jesus said, if you know me, then you'll know my Father. And that there is no darkness. Wow. When we talked about forgiveness. Man, Jesus was a forgiver. He was merciful, forgiving, loving. He, didn't, he was true. And we talked about how basically him and the Father were one and that they were together. And Jesus said that if you trust in me, believe in me, and have faith in me, you will live forever. This podcast was given to the world for free so that people can grab a hold of God's word, man, and just say, wow, Jesus Christ is real. Father, we come before you, Lord, because we know that you're real, Jesus. So as we study chapter 8, verse 20, where we left off, we know, Father, that you are in control of every situation. In Jesus' name, come Holy Spirit. Amen. And Jesus was talking about how his Holy Spirit could be with us. And that the helper never left us. And that justification by faith is evident in our lives. And Jesus can fulfill the darkness in our life. And the woman that was caught in adultery was forgiven. And Jesus showed her grace and mercy. And wow, isn't it rad? Because we are set free. Wow, it's an amazing chapter. Man, this chapter 8 is so, so radical because Jesus now is stepping into the arena and he's saying, I am the way. I am the light of the world. I am the true, I am the true God. All your gods before you, your false gods, were not real. Except for Abraham. And he's connecting the dots now saying, I am from the same father. Only I am. I am. And these People are upset. The Jews are upset. The Pharisees are upset. The scribes, Pharisees and the scribes and the Sadducees, oh, they are upset, man. Things are going to get heated up. (laughs) And you know what? They should. And we get heated up ourselves. Even in our own workplace, in our house, our life, our personal lives, people get worked up because we want to share the truth. And the truth is, we're living in a sinful, fallen world. Look at this world, man. Look at what the virus has done. You think it's getting bad now? It's getting going to get worse, Jesus said. It's going to get worse before it gets better. 
We're talking about John chapter 8, verse 20, and, and above it says, and, and verse 19 said, Then they said to him, Where is your father? Jesus answered, You know neither me nor my father. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. He's telling them, You need to know me. We as believers and even non-believers, if you don't know the Father, you're going to be stuck. You're going to be doing the same thing that you've continued to do all your life. Go nowhere like a hamster in a, in a, in a wheel. And you ever see those hamsters? They keep going around and around and around and around and around and they get nowhere. They're stuck. And that's what we do. We cannot go further until we know Jesus. And so here in verse 20 says, These words Jesus spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple and no one laid hands on him for his hour had not come had not yet come so God wasn't done with them Jesus is going to put his mark on the world and he's going to put his mark in history and it's going to be life changing you guys ready man I'm, I'm excited this is, this is going to be big time this podcast is going to be radical today you guys get your pins and your notebooks <laughs> God bless you guys God's not done with you guys. Listen, are you out there right now and you're and you're thinking, man, I'm 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 I have nothing. I, I'm I'm sad. I'm depressed. I'm hurt. I'm 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 maimed. I'm sick. Jesus is saying, I'm not done with you. I want to use you. I want to grow in you. I want my word to be seated in your life and grow in you and know you. Listen, the Pharisees didn't want to know Jesus because they didn't understand. They were lost. They didn't realize that it's spiritual, not physical. Jesus is spiritual, not physical. Let me say that again. When you're born again, like he told Nicodemus, it's spiritual. We receive him by faith. And and Jesus dwells in us. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. They were lost. They didn't know what to think. Here they're going to attack Jesus because they think he's coming to replace their God. But he is their God. This is what Jesus is saying. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Be bold. Be courageous. Don't give up. Jesus is not done with you. Verse 20 is going to be radical. You guys ready? And the problem today is people don't read their word. If they don't read their word, they can't grow. If they don't grow, they can't know that Jesus has a big plan for them. This is the key. The Pharisees and the hypocrites didn't know that God had a plan for them. And Jesus said, know me. You know your you know your law, but your law is dead. In verse twenty says, in verse twenty says, in twenty one says, and Jesus said to them again, I am going away, and you will seek me, and will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. Well, verse twenty two says, so the Jews said, will he kill himself because he says where I go, he cannot come? He's talking about heaven. He, you can't go to heaven without Jesus. You'll die in your sin. How many times have you seen people die in their sin? They, 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 they don't think they do. They get in the car, they don't wear a seatbelt. Well, how, that has nothing to do with sin. Well, you're disobeying the law. And they get in a car accident. And verse 23 says, And he said to them, You are from beneath, and I am from above. You are of this world, and I am not of this world. Therefore, I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. Spiritual death, man. First becomes, it becomes first, it becomes physical death. Because we drink, our liver fails. We have uh, 
sin kills us. It slowly deteriorates our body. Whatever that sin may be, it separates us from God. God gave us a certain amount of years and we destroy it by not following the laws of God and taking care of our bodies. Then Jesus goes on to say, spiritually, we die because we never received Jesus. Spiritually, it's spiritual versus Abraham's descendants. We're talking about born again. This is going to be radical, man, because Jesus wants us to be born again. And then, then it said to him, who are you? <laughs> Here he comes, man. Boom. Here comes the question. Here comes the lineup. Bases are loaded. Jesus is at the home plate. Here comes the, here comes the line drive, man. Jesus is going to pump a line drive at him, man. It's going to be radical. You guys ready for this? You guys ready for this? Okay, this is going to be radical. Watch this. <laughs> and he said to them, Just what I've been saying to you from the beginning. I have many things to say to you, to say and to judge concerning you. But he who sent me is true, and I speak to the word, to the world, those things which I heard from him. He's saying, man, you can't push me out. I came from my father. And me and my father are one. The problem with non-believers and believers a lot of times is they forget that Jesus came. And they're so caught up in the drama and their own lives and the trials and the tribulations that they forget about Jesus is here to comfort you. Well, I got a problem with this person and that person. So what? Take it up with Jesus. Listen. Listen. They did not understand that he spoke to, to them of, of the Father. See, they're lost. And Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and, and that I do nothing of myself, but as the Father taught me, I speak these things. And He who sent me is with me. He's talking about lifting up the cross. He's saying, he's saying, Jesus said to them, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you're going to know, man. And that's what is going on. They don't know that the cross is yet to be lifted up. And so if they knew that, they would try to kill him right away, man. He's given the message. For I always do the things that pleases him. Listen to this. He says it in verse 29, and then he, and then he who sent me is with me. Man, he's got the Father with him. The Holy Spirit, the helper. Listen, believers, this same helper is here for you now. You're thinking, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm sitting in my room. I'm listening to your sermon. I'm sitting here on the airplane. I'm listening to your sermon. I'm on an airplane. I'm traveling. Yes. You can take it with you. Like a credit card, only it's free. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's free. Jesus is free. Listen, and he who sent me is with me. The helper, the father has not left me alone. For I've always do the things that please him. And that's the title of this message. Do we do the things that please him? This is what matters. Believers, non-believers, listen to me. Are we pleasing God? Are we too busy trying to be someone else to please other people? It's easier to just be ourselves. Listen. Jesus was himself. 
And he's got his hand out and he's saying, will you please me? As he spoke these words, many people believed in him because he was given the message. And he didn't even die yet. Wow, amazing. Jesus is saying, give your life to me. Take your hand. Put it in the air. Get on your knees and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I'm a sinner. I want to know you. I want that helper. I don't want to be the Pharisee that talks smack to you on Judgment Day. I don't want to take that chance. Listen, are you feeling alone right now? Are you, are you home alone? Are you going through something so bad in this life where you can't even hold on anymore? And you're thinking, man, what do I do? Jesus is saying, I know what you can do. Grab hold of me. Listen, he's saying, grab hold of me. Take hold of my hand. Listen, this battle is not yours. Be strong. Listen, it's not, this battle is not yours. It's mine and I've already won it on that cross. Listen, put your name there. Jesus is in love with you. He's in love with you. He really is in love with you. He wants to know you. He really wants to grow. He wants to grow you and he wants to show you his mercy and his love. This is what it's about. He showed the adulterous woman his love and mercy. He let her go. The accusers were gone. He could have beat them. Listen, Jesus is not a beater. He's a lover. This message is not a condemnation message. But I want to make sure, I want to make sure that you know that Jesus loves you. And that he died for you. So listen to this. Verse 27 is clear. Okay? Verse 27 says they did not understand that he spoke to them of the Father. Then Jesus said to them, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he. And what I do, and I do nothing of myself, but as the Father taught me, I speak these things. Okay? 29 says, and he who sent me is with me, and the Father has not left me alone. For I have always do the things that pleases Him. And verse 30 says, and let me hit on that real quick before. When we please God, things go easier. We get spanked when we get out of line, but it's easier. We can be ourselves. And He spoke these words, and many believed in Him. Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed Him, if you abide in my word, listen, he's, he's talking to the Jews now who, who believe in him. He's given a message. This message belongs to us as well. I'm going to show you in a minute. Then Jesus said to the Jews who believe him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. He's saying that your laws are dead. Your works can't save you. You don't need to beg people to follow me, Jesus is saying. Verse 33 says, And they answered him, Oh, we're, we're Abraham's descendants. Hey, we got a free ticket. We don't need... you know." No, wrong. Listen. Listen. It says, 33 says, They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? He's telling them straight out. You're... You, your law can't save you. Bondage. You see, the Pharisees, they, they had an objection and it started in their past. Now, the Israelis, they'd been in bondage to the Egyptians, right? Now, the Assyrians and the Babylons, at the time they spoke, Israel's. it was under a lot of 
uh, influence and power of Rome, okay? So Jesus was speaking of spiritual slavery, such as like a slave can't break away from his bondage. He must have someone else to set him free. And that's what I wanted to tell you. They were in bondage. Jesus is saying, I am the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 talks about, uh, Romans chapter 8 says that in verse 33 to 4, that Jesus is the one who takes away the sins. He's the one. And Galatians talks about, for as many are of the works of the law, Listen to this. Galatians chapter 3 verse 10 says, For as many are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no one is justified by the law. <laughs> wow! In the sight of God. It's evident for the just shall live by faith. Man, that's what I'm talking about. And yet the law is the law is not of faith, but the but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, listen, listen, for it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Wow, there it is. Bam, there's a home run. Bases were loaded. Jesus hits the home run. It's about faith, spiritual, and the bases are loaded. The home runs outside the park, and the crowd says, yes, I want Jesus. Amen. Wow, the Pharisees, the hypocrites, and the Jews knew that they were wrong. Well, that's a bold statement, Pastor Joseph. No, nah, that's a true statement. Jesus Christ said that we're all equal. It's all game. It's all free game with him. Following Christ isn't a game, but what I'm saying is, Jesus is saying, you can be my son. You can be, I can be your father. I can enter into a personal relationship with you today. You don't have to be a Jew. You don't have to be a Hispanic. And you don't have to be an Asian. And you don't have to, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Although those races are awesome. But no, it's not about the color of our skin. It's about Jesus. It's about the spirit. Wow, I'm excited, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yelling on the pulpit. Jesus Christ is in love with you. Listen to what he's telling him, man. Jesus told him that. He said, Most surely I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave. Look at this. Let's finish 33. They answered him, Well, we're Abraham's descendants. And he said, Yeah, well, go read Galatians. Chapter, chapter 3, verse 10. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he didn't say that. He, but that's what I say. And so... We see that, and they said, "How can we? How can you know? They, how can you be? How can we be made free?" Jesus answered and said, "I say to you, whoever commits sin, listen. Whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, it is written, it is written. Listen. Therefore, therefore, if I'm sorry, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are." Abraham's descendants. But you seek to kill me because my words have no place in you. Look it. They're talking about... Now they're upset because, see, they, they, don't, they don't get it yet. And they're not going to get it until Jesus dies on the cross. And he's going to do that soon. And listen, they're confused. But Satan caused confusion. They don't understand that Jesus is coming. Jesus is telling you, look, you don't have to live in confusion. You'll die in your sin. 
And you're thinking, what do you mean? Two things. Jesus told him, you're from below, I'm from above. He's telling him, you're from the earth, and you're going to die in your sin and be buried in the earth in a casket. And there you're going to remain for eternity, outer darkness, without me. Some people will go gnashing of the teeth. We don't know. It's up to God. But Jesus is telling them, you have a choice to make. This is spiritual. You can die in your sin, spiritually and physically, or you can remain in me forever and abide in me and live forever. And that's the key. Do you want to abide in him forever? Do you want to be, do you want to be set free? You're thinking, how? Receive him. It starts with faith. Believe, receive, and go for it. Otherwise, you're going to be a slave to sin. Well, you can't get out of it. Well, you, you got to go to your computer every day, to your dirty, filthy sites. You got to go to your beer, your, your booze, your marijuana, your drugs, your cocaine, your whatever leads you astray from the, the Holy Spirit and your bondage. That's where God is saying you're going to be stuck and blinded. And Satan will confuse you to the point where you can't even get out and you'll die. Jesus is saying you will die in your sins. Here's your chance. Here's your choice. Get ready. I love you. I can set you free and you can live and have a personal relationship with me every day. Wow. And you're thinking, how is that possible? And what does it feel like? Oh, that's, that's the big question. It feels amazing. You see, I have the Holy Spirit living in me. And you can too. And it's, it's it, yeah, we have trials. We go through testing and things. But Jesus will always give you that love, that, that, that comfort, that joy, that peace. You know where you're going when you die. You see? When you're in the world and you're, you're playing that party life and that disco lights and the, you know, clubbing and, and ecstasy and partying and you're doing all those things of the world, you're trying to show off and be something that you're not. It's just a hamster on a wheel. That's it. You wake up next day, same thing. With Christ, your eyes are open. You have clarity. Your confusion is gone. Now you can see the plan that God has in your life. Jesus made you for a reason. Listen to me. He made you for a reason. He made you to finish his work in this life. Every one of us are a puzzle in his, a piece in his puzzle. A beautiful sculpture piece that he, a masterpiece, has put together for his glory. Wow. Say that. I want you to say that. I'm a masterpiece. In a puzzle for his glory. Wow. And God can use me. But I can't even speak. Well, you can pray. <laughs> it's even better. I don't get it, Pastor. Because you've never received them. You're going to go crack another one or smoke another one or snort another one or click onto another porn site. And you're going to be empty tomorrow morning. You know, I woke up this morning and I'm like, man, it's my birthday today. What an amazing day. I'm getting older, Lord. And I thought to myself, one more day. One more day I'm getting older. One more day closer to you, Jesus. But we have to be ready. The Bible says, listen, listen. Jesus is getting them ready. 
Jesus is getting the Jews ready. He's telling them that Abraham's descendants have to come to the Lord Jesus. You can't just be the only person in the world to have, you got your e-ticket now, yep. <laughs> you bought your life. Here you go. You bought your, uh, you know, there's only a certain amount of uh, uh, cruise line ships going to that island and you got the ticket. No, Jesus is saying it doesn't work that way. I'm the ticket. Spiritually, you got me and you can have me. They were in bondage. Listen to this. I want you to listen to this. You know, Romans chapter 8, verse 31 says, it's, it's, it, it, it's about God's everlasting love. God did this because he loves us. 31 verse 31 says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He, listen, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us, Oh, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Wow. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It, it is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is he who, listen to this, verse 34. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore, is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Oh my Lord Jesus, thank you. Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Because it's written for your sake. We are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the, for the slaughter. Yet all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am not persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow! Let me read that again, believers, podcast listeners. Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wow. He loves you. He loves you. He's got a plan for you. Don't give up. Listen. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going. Jesus is going to open your eyes and show you. Wow. But don't die in your slave. Let's not die in our... I'm not slave. Sin. Don't die in our sins. Let's not die in our sins. We don't need to be slaves anymore. We don't got a big anchor on our, on our chain and our neck. We're free. Get off. Get high on Jesus. Smoke some Jesus. Drink some Jesus. Click on some Jesus. Click off the porn and click on Jesus. Jesus loves you. Snort some Jesus. Love them. You're thinking you're crazy, Pastor. No, it's real, man. Go outside and look around. You think the flu's bad? We're all crying about the flu and look what's going on. Jesus is in love with you. He's saying, trust in me. Listen to your government, but trust in me. We don't got to be a slave because he who sits, because it says, therefore, 
Listen to this. Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and the slave does not abide in the house forever, but the son of man, but the son of but the son abides forever. Jesus Christ abides forever. And if you take his hand and you love him and you accept him, you will live forever. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Wow. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me because my words have no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do not have, listen, and you do what you have seen with the father. You need to be born again, he's saying. He's saying, and they answered to him and said, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would, you, you would do the works of Abraham. You don't even serve God right now. You're serving, you're talking smack to me, Jesus is saying. Wake up. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Listen to this. Abraham did what? Look, Abraham did not do this. Listen, he said in verse in verse 40, But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. He got, they're all three in one, remember? Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Wow. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication, we have the Father God. And Jesus said to them, If you if God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he who sent me. And we're gonna stop there in verse forty three. Father, we come before you, we thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins. Wow. Lord, this is a big chunk of chapter, Father. I gotta stop here, Lord, because it's so powerful. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We pray, Lord, that by your mercy and your grace, that podcasters out there who are listening right now, Jesus, understand that you are real and that we don't have to pay money to come see you, Father. We don't have to, um, we don't have to uh, sell our possessions, Father. We don't have to do anything except to trust in you by faith, Hebrews 11, Father. Lord, you, you made that mark, Jesus. Now we pray by your mercy, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Come, Father. We love you, Jesus, and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you guys, and thank you for, for logging on to Growing in His Word podcast. Next week, we're going we're gonna to finish, man, chapter 8, verse 43. And uh, God bless you guys, man, and, and I love you guys. And, and, and I just want to reach out and say uh, to all my listeners in, in California and all around the world, God bless you guys. And hey, man, be bold. Don't worry. Tell the world that Jesus loves you and that you're born again and that the Holy Spirit is in you. God bless you guys. Thank you for growing in his word.